0: Well, welcome back, Kitas Valley Sports Talk fans, to another episode of the Kitas Valley Sports Talk. Let's just take in a little Austin Jenks there on, here we go, on episode 18. Austin, thanks for letting us use your music, man. All right, we're back. A- episode 18. I believe we settled on the Peyton Peyton Manning episode.
1: Yeah. Peyton Manning jersey, number 18, Peyton Manning episode. He's That's a Hall of Famer. He is a
0: Hall of Famer. He's a great... If you haven't you got a chance to get on his ESPN Plus, what you get with Disney Channel? I did not know you that. You get the streaming of Disney. ESPN Plus came with it on, for a couple bucks more. Peyton's places a great little episode to yeah. uh, watch. That was awesome. Um, if you're watching on the YouTube, cheers. I got my McGregor water here. from That's the, right. One of the cups because this is the rodeo episode this month, sponsored by McGregor. Before we talk about them, let's talk about our other sponsor, Fitter's Furniture.
1: Quality furniture since when? This is
0: 1896. 1896. Corner of 4th and Main. Got it figured out. Yeah. No, I I didn't hear from Amanda if they have any special sales going on today. But get down there. Check them out. Yep, It is 1896. Let me look at my notes there. Uh, go check them out. Tell them the kid. That's Valley Sports Talk sent you in. And uh, we got a fun episode today. We have the local calf roper, PRCA calf
1: roper, Jake Pratt. Jake Pratt will be on the phone here with us. Uh, He'll be flying up. We'll talk about it here shortly, but he'll be flying up for uh, this weekend's uh, circuit finals. And, uh, uh, you know, Jake uh, calls home base now, Stephenville, Texas, but he's an Ellensburg kid no matter what. That's cowboy. cowboy. is an Ellensburg cowboy. And it's uh, Stephenville, Cowboy Capital. That's right. Home of Tarleton State. That's right.
0: Um, Yeah, that'll be fun to talk to him. And then we have Kerry Cliff coming on, local guys on the Ellensburg Rodeo Board, telling us about... Well, he'll tell us what stories he's able to tell us from Vegas. That's right. And that's right. Uh, then we will talk about he's got some There's, there's some new things happening this year for the Ellensburg Rodeo, and he's going to keep us informed on what's going on with those guys.
1: You know, I'm biased when I talk about Ellensburg Rodeo. Um, obviously, that's our hometown rodeo, but it is amazing. And I say this no matter what venue or, or uh, arrangement I'm in, I guess you could say, but or the crowd that I'm in front of. But Ellensburg does... An incredible job of keeping tradition and mixing it and and embracing new trends and new technologies and and uh 21st century kind of stuff. So in some ways you're still in 1923, the first Ellensburg rodeo, in other ways you are clearly in 2020. So I I think the rodeo board just does a an incredible job with the with the rodeo, and we're gonna to talk to Carrie about that too.
0: I know it's always been something to brag about when you're out. People ask where you're from, the Elmsford Rodeo. So it's kind of a, it'll be a lot of fun talking to him and find out what's going on. But we got a lot of, a lot happening right now in sports. I think we're all uh, we're all pretty jacked about. We'll talk about it for just a quick second. The Seahawks. And yeah, how they, let's go on the
1: global scale. Let's do
0: the global scale first. And what a game on! I was still pretty nervous there coming down the end. I thought, well, we could still. But then that last uh, first down we got, I believe that was DJ Metcalf who caught that ball,
1: correct? Uh, Yeah. I mean, every time I see him, it just reminds me of my middle school playing days. And, <laughs> so I, and, like uh, and, um, I mean, that guy is, uh, you know, you saw it on Twitter and a couple of, you know, other stories. How many How many teams passed him up? Oh, um, second round. Second round. I think there was, wasn't, there, wasn't he the seventh, the fifth or seventh receiver? Yeah. Chosen? Whatever. People yeah. are regretting that decision. It's like yep. it's a Mike Trout not picking them early enough. Uh, that's a good point. Uh, good, uh, good analogy. And, uh, you know, Mike Trout uh, with his contract that he just signed, obviously I think he's okay. I think he's, he's pretty doing, good. He's living the dream. That's for sure. He's that's right. In sunny
0: California, but no, they had to green Bay. It'll be a tough one. I you know, it's supposed to snow here all week. And I wonder, I haven't looked at what it's supposed to do in green Bay yet. Uh,
1: I, you know, at first, I think last Sunday they were saying, you know, mid thirties, no snow, but then Monday they said, low 30s high 20s and snow um so it will definitely be the frozen tundra of green bay at lambeau field but can we talk about the philly game really quick yep and one guy in particular and this uh resonates with me i'm a few days shy of 43 myself and uh, mcnown
0: oh yeah you know
1: basically well he's 40 years old probably more athletic than 99.9 percent of the 40 year olds out there and I thought he actually played a pretty darn decent game. Um, You could see that he was pretty emotional in the, uh, in the press conference. Basically that was probably his swan song, but Mm -hmm. uh, really felt bad for Carson Wentz, a fellow redheaded, red bearded guy like me. And, um, (laughs) and Philly couldn't catch a break, but I thought defensively we did pretty darn well. Um, Offensively we did enough. Mm -hmm. What was it? 17 yards on 15 carries. Uh, Lynch's best play of course was that, uh, that pass when he was out in the flat and got us a about ten yards when we needed five or whatever it was. Um, So I guess Pete, Coach Pete, is going to make him more of a focus in in yeah. Green Bay.
0: That's what the rumor is. I, I'm kind of excited. It's fun to watch. He he runs hard still, and he's yeah. been a great. uh, You know he has a he has a persona in the national media. I believe when they talk about him and how he's always you know I'm only here for so I don't get fined, but I feel yeah. like he's a he's a team dude when they told him that he's going to be the starting running back announced the last or the the last regular season game. And he yeah. says, no, nah, Turban and Homer are coming out with me. And he's, I feel like he's a good, I guess in, in minor league baseball, they call him stable ponies, the catchers yeah. they're there. They're, yeah. And I feel like he's a great person, especially you think the Homer guys, uh, gotta be pre- feeling pretty fortunate to have that kind of a mentor with them right now. Oh, heck
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a, you know, we talk about, uh, Ellsberg embracing the past and 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 the future as well but I think the Seahawks right there I mean with Turbin and Lynch it's basically 2013 again oh yeah but uh, with Homer there I mean I think nothing against uh Carson and and Penny and those guys but Ho- Homer's a he's going to be a great option for us I hope we oh, keep yeah. him around I think so too
0: well I guess I didn't introduce us uh, I'm Eric Sorensen there with John Gouda it's all right I'm I'm used to it there's a really silent voice here off to our right and the because you aren't seeing him on the YouTube channel either, because uh, our cohort, 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 Luke cohort. Olson. Cohort.
1: Luke, o- Luke Olson, is currently, on Olson. a golf course, like literally right now, yeah. we're filming this on a, Wednesday afternoon, mm-hmm. and Luke is probably on the 15th hole, somewhere in yeah. Arizona,
0: he's having some fun with his family down yeah. there, and
1: uh, I'm jealous, yeah, yeah. <laughs> straight up going to say there it. was some uh, <laughs> I mean, we were joking, but there were some terse texting between the three of us yeah, as I and we we're planning uh, I, this and and Luke is like, well, you remember I'm going to be calling in because I'm going to be golfing and that really set the stage for some pretty uh, irate texting from me. I meant
0: everything I said. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but maybe we'll get a guest phone call from him here later in the episode. We're not sure. I think he said it was
1: 73 degrees on the golf yeah, course. And it. since it's uh, <laughs> windy and what 38 degrees right now which is definitely below freezing it is not pleasant it's 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 not pleasant
0: and you know it'll be the weekend here in a couple days and i hear we're supposed to get snow all weekend so that'll be i guess it is still january though we can afford some snow
1: we can afford some snow if it's mid-march and we're trying to do uh baseball baseball
0: Nope. i almost went out and worked on the field there today Really on this weekend, and then I didn't because I needed to catch up on my honeydew list at home, I which was more important. But yes. uh, I thought about it because I was thinking, you know, if the snow doesn't melt till mid March like last year, I got at least the field work to be done. Yeah, the players will be excited because they don't have to do it. Well, what else is going on? Let's you know, I really feel bad because as much as we hate Western Washington Vikings, Western Washington University, yes. We didn't even mention last week that Central Men was on the second. The day we recorded was at Bellingham playing Western Washington. And yep. uh, we watched the game together. Yeah. Streaming online. And if you don't have a Roku, get it. Because you can watch all the games. That's like watching a, a normal game.
1: Actually, I think you you pretty much sold that uh, to yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. That
0: was awesome. Um, but unfortunately... It was a bad night of basketball for us. Uh,
1: we got a couple of life lessons. You know, we started out well. You remember we jumped no, out 10, no, to 1. I'm gonna 10 to 1. The, and then you, some guy who that? shall remain nameless, his nickname is country. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned it. And then we had a 15 to 1
0: lead with five minutes into the game. That's right. Yeah. And I said, like, man, I wouldn't want to put money that we'd have him under one point, only one point. Yeah. And you're like, cool. Thanks for jinxing that. Yeah. So I
1: was like, oh. And then bucket, 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 bucket.
0: And then we lost the lead. <sighs> I know I was disappointing, And that was a bummer night. Not to mention after you left, I switched over to the coup game and they had the lead. And as yep. soon as I switched it to it, they lost yep. that game too. Yep. But you know, I, I was really disappointed in the Western Washington fans. There wasn't anybody there.
1: Well, so I was upset too. And then I reminded myself or somebody, maybe it was Facebook mm-hmm. or Twitter said they're still on winter break winter too. Break. So that's a tough game to schedule during winter break. Right. Um, uh, our game against them will be on the on a Saturday, February first. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully nobody goes home, or not too many people go home that weekend. With, we're playing Western. Honestly, I prefer that to be a Thursday game uh, in Ellensburg, at least. Absolutely. So, um, one, a couple of things I noticed about the uh, the Central Western game: uh, Western seems to be tall. Mm-hmm. That that their center was legitimately seven, seven foot, foot tall, um, and so. Um, and they just could not miss for a while. Whereas our halftime shooting percentage, I think we were shooting like 25%. Yeah. Was,
0: um,
1: and we were not, uh, it was just an off night. The mm-hmm. second thing I noticed was uh probably the most action that we saw was um a friend of mine, Ellie, <laughs> playing hungry hungry hippos. <laughs> Savage. She plays for keeps of yeah, hungry hungry yeah, hippos. She does. I mean, uh, you're, you're better half page, and then my daughter Delaney was down there with her. Uh, uh, they they took runner up. Uh, <laughs> yes, Ellie did. clearly <laughs> she owns. She's that got place a career here. in that game.
0: If there's a if it becomes a pro sport, she's probably going to be a hall of yep. famer. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, if
1: cornhole is a pro sport that's covered by ESPN, yeah, hungry hungry hippos has a chance. It's a matter of time. Yeah. people are playing video games to be
0: yeah uh, watch online. Right.
1: But you know, so yeah, uh, the Central <laughs> men losing their both games, uh, yeah. Bellingham, and then up in Simon Burnaby beating uh losing to Simon Fraser. But Simon Fraser is a pretty good squad. They've they definitely have improved. I mean, yeah. shoot, when they first came on to the GNAC, the first couple of years, I think they won like maybe one or two games total.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, but of course, Central got the uh, the men got the W last night, Played or North- last night to
0: us, Northwest Nazarene. Yeah, beat them seventy two to seventy with Barnburner there in Napa, Idaho. Yeah, it doesn't matter how many you win as long as you get the dub. That's right. Yeah. And I would assume they're on the road, or maybe they probably came back here first, but they head to Montana or Billings on Saturday. I'd be curious to know if they fly. We had a bus down to Montana or bus to Montana. That was Baseball nice team 12, buses. 13, 14 hour bus drive. Do you drive. do it in one day? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we you usually leave, leave the like, day before. Uh-huh. And then we wake up the next day and go. But uh, yeah, no. And the worst is when you get down with the doubleheader on Sunday and you get on the bus. And, you go until you get to Ellensburg. Oh, that's tough, and then and then you get here at like seven a.m. and Desi says, "Go to class." Yeah, you're like,
1: <laughs> and he knows if you good not. one. <laughs>
0: yeah, and you end up going though because we're all good scholarship athletes. So yes, <laughs> uh, the women's team at Central they haven't really had much going on. <sighs> in, the, in the second they uh, lost to Billions, unfortunately,
1: that one kind of hurt me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, not that I'm a coach or a player, but. The target is on our backs, and uh, I hate to be an armchair quarterback or an armchair point guard, but that's the one you got to get.
0: Well, and they hopefully they can bounce back. They're on their way to Alaska, I would assume. Right now, they play tomorrow night against the number seven team in the nation,
1: Alaska Anchorage. That's the thing, you know. So Central is, you know, projected to win the GNAC, but I saw that ranking was Mm -hmm. it yesterday when the NCAA came out with it, and Mm -hmm. and, uh, Anchorage is right there amongst the the leaders, like they are every year. Oh yeah.
0: And actually, so next, yeah, so they got the Alaska schools this week. And then mark it on your calendars January 16th. The women host Western Washington 5 15 start. And I believe the men play their Alaska series yeah. that night. So get your. Get there early. Watch the girls whip up on Western. Go get your Wildcat card membership. Go up and have lunch between games, dinner
1: between games, and then come back and watch the boys take it to Alaska. School. So yeah, one is you get dinner and two is I believe you're there. So you get the pleasure of your company. Absolutely. 100%. Maybe Den- Dennis Francois should pay us for that uh, little uh, oh, little uh, plug there. Hey, Dennis, I'm sure you're listening. Hey, Let's we're know. both alums and we're both proud, <laughs> uh, uh, proud members. And so we try to take care of the school that took care of us.
0: Damn right. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little high school sports. We got the cleon basketball. The boys beat Kai B here, yep. here this week. And uh looks like they bounced back really well after the Christmas tournament and set yeah. themselves up for a nice run here.
1: Yeah, that is good. Um we'll be watching Cleellum. Obviously, we were watching Clealum girls pretty uh closely. Mm-hmm. I mean the entire team, but uh gotta tip our hats to uh Grace. Right. Grace Terrell uh eclipsed a thousand points um as covered by our golfer extraordinaire, Luke Olson. <laughs> who was at the game and, and uh, I think she finished 12 points. Uh, so she's well over a thousand points. And um, I mean, that that's a, that's a big accomplishment. Uh, uh, we've been blessed with some really good athletes throughout the county and a thousand points. That's a bit, that's a big deal. It is.
0: I want to, I want to read a little bit from Luke's article in the daily record. But yeah. This is a, the paragraph that caught my eye the most. Uh, it was her being quoted. A lot of people ask me why I still play because I already know where I'm, what I'm doing after high school. Terrell said, uh, but I just love it so much that I can never not play basketball, especially since it's my last year. I wanted to finish it out. And I thought that was awesome. And a that girl that's going to play D1 soccer, and uh, yet she still made time to – she wanted
1: to go compete and get better and become an athlete. Right. And that, right. Was, that was pretty dang awesome. Yeah. And she'll – I mean, she'll remember playing with her, her friends. I mean, mm-hmm. it's been a long time since I've graduated, and I still remember some things vividly from high school. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Um Keeping on the basketball subject, I, I unfortunately didn't get to go.
1: But you went to LaSalle last night to watch the boys play LaSalle High School. Uh, unfortunately, they did not come back with a dub. You know, we I, we started off pretty well. We were trading baskets there. I mean, and, and you know, to preface this by saying LaSalle is going to be, they're going to be a, a, in the 1A state tournament. Mm-hmm. They're a good team. They took Zilla to the to the brink uh, a couple of days ago uh, in a big SCAC match. But So Kitatas was playing up, and I thought it was a good uh, a good game. Uh, uh, LaSalle didn't have anybody huge, mm-hmm. no giants. They had a guy who was 6'2 and 6'4, but they had, uh, I think they had five guys who were at least six feet tall, which that, that gots us beat uh, um, because uh, Cody Van Dorn is our 6'3 guy and mm-hmm. in, in the middle. And anyway, but we were, it was 10 to 10. Uh, LaSalle jumped out to a quick lead and then we matched them. And then uh, the wheels kind of fell off there. And uh, um, so, like I said, I expect LaSalle to be kind of a player at the 1A level. And, and that was a good one, a relatively easy road trip. Uh, not too bad of a drive down there to Union Gap, but um, that, that's, a, that's a good team. Mm-hmm. And uh, so hopefully we take something out of there. Um, I got to watch the LaSalle girls because I got there a little mm-hmm. bit early. And uh, uh, they look to be every bit as good as last year's state championship team. So, they're ready to make um, another run at it. <laughs> they uh they were playing the West Valley Yakima, the West Valley uh JV team, and of course West Valley is one of the better 4A teams yeah. in the state, and that JV team was tall. But uh, and so was LaSalle. So, anyway, some good basketball. Unfortunately, the Coyote uh, boys did not get the W, but mm-hmm. um best way to uh get over our loss is preparing for the the next one. I believe they're home on Friday against White Swan. They are home against Swan. The Cougars, I believe it is. Cougars the, of, yeah. which is the home of our guest later this episode, Kerry Cliff, White Swan alumni. That's right. Those That's right. Al- He's a White Swan guy. Uh, we'll have to maybe pick his brain on some
0: yeah. high school stories. I think so. so. Yeah. Well, before we roll into our guest, um, the other news we need to bring up is Ellensburg High School Boys Soccer found their coach. I saw that. Former coach Mark Timko resigned, but they hired, uh, I believe he was the assistant coach. Yep. Uh, Richard Opoku. Yep. And uh looking forward to see how that goes. I believe there's a the boys' soccer season.
1: Yeah, and honestly, mm-hmm. uh he he helped uh, assist Nolan Teasley when Teasley was coaching there and mm-hmm. and uh I mean he's got um is it he's from is it Ghana, am I pronouncing that right? Over there in the yeah. African continent. And but he travels quite a bit. He he knows soccer and he's uh um yep, Ghana, yep. he's one of those guys, uh he's a – whoop um Uh, who's who when it comes to uh, soccer skills and scouting
0: he played d1 soccer at virginia commonwealth university and that'll be kind of fun to see how their season goes this spring i'm looking forward to it well i'm sure there's a guy in texas waiting for our phone call right now
1: that's mr jake
0: pratt we're coming for you jake we will be back in just this brief second with a really good interview here with
2: the local cowboy Is a new sofa calling your name this new year? Maybe a recliner? Whatever furniture needs replacing, when it comes to furniture upgrades, you can trust the professionals at Fitterer's Furniture in Ellensburg. A knowledgeable sales staff, certified interior designers, and three floors of quality home furnishings are just some of what you'll get at Fitterer's. Fitterer's also offers in-house financing, free delivery, and hallway in Central Washington. Fitterer's Furniture, quality furniture since 1896.
0: Fitterer's, Fitterer's.
1: Well, we're back, Kittitas Valley Sports Talk fans. Uh, we got Jake Pratt on the phone here from Texas. I want to say thanks to Jake for calling in. We got to say thanks to Fitterers Furniture uh, for sponsoring the the guest of the week, and Fitterers has been a sponsor with us for since the beginning, I think That's it is. And year. and uh, but Jake, uh, before we went on the air, you were fixing a little fence, and so I'm glad we're able to distract you from uh, a little bit of chores around uh, around the area. How, how's your week going?
3: Oh shoot! It's going all good. It's probably seventy-two degrees
1: down here this week, and that's fun,
3: beautiful. And
1: Jake, you're going to come doing
3: some work and some roping.
1: Jake, I tell you what, you're going to come home to seventy-two mile an hour winds. (laughs) It is cold and windy, which I know is not a shock uh, for you to hear. But uh, so uh, I'm just glad you're going to be rodeoing in in the in the Sun Dome uh, because it's pretty darn cold up here and. And uh, so tell me, tell me about the Sundome. You fly up here in a couple of days and it's a circuit finals. And, and I know we've got Odessa and, and Denver and San Angelo here coming up here as well. But does, does the circuit finals kind of get the blood going and, and hopefully kick off a, what hopefully is a good, a good year of rodeo?
3: No, it's great. Uh, I'm flying up there and I'm riding Cas Kaiser's horse. He's also from Ellensburg. And uh, we, we went to Odessa Monday. And we're going to the WCRA semifinals tomorrow evening. And then I'm going to fly up there and we'll just get everything rolling. We've been working since last September 30th to make sure we're ready to go. And uh, I'm excited. I'm ready for 2020.
1: So you said like five things there that I want to talk about. And, and so bullet point number one will be uh, your your motivation. I You know, you and I have chatted off and on for the last, what, 15 years or so, Jake, and, and you're just motivated, and so I can already tell that you've got kind of a, a game plan for 2020, so my first question is, are you going to stray much from the schedule that, that you've that you've known for the last couple of years? Anything different on the schedule, or at least in the wintertime, or is it kind of business as usual for you?
3: No, I'm going to hit all the big rodeos, like always, and um, that comes summertime, we're going to go to the same rodeos. We'll probably Go to Canada a little bit again, and hit. I mean, the whole key to the deal is do good at the big rodeos, and so we're gonna make sure we'll be at them and be rested and ready to go. And uh, after competing at the regular National Finals um, in '18, sitting at home watching it, it's just—it's not a cool feeling, you know. It's out there is such a production, and it's. It's such a great feeling to rope out there, and and also um, financially, it's outstanding because there's so much money to be won and whatnot. It, a guy just has to be there, so you just got to keep your head on straight, and you got to know what you're going to do, and and believe in your process.
1: So to take me through that, I mean, I remember the 2018 NFR very well. Obviously, you do too. And shoot, we talked almost every every night there uh, for and. Uh, um, were you you know compared to 2019 here just last month where were you moody were you were you upset or were you thinking i just won't uh ever miss it again
3: well it just came down to the end of the year and i didn't make it i mean like we all know that september 30th who's competing in vegas you know and yeah. so i would say there was a dang sure a couple of weeks of disappointment and I'll you know uh, i guess for me, it's always been what I need to do better, and so I guess that um, going through the 2019 year, there were things that I needed to do better, and there was things, sure, um, a hindrance in March when I uh, was sat out and did practice and whatnot for six to eight weeks, and so I know that's a big hindrance to me because the more work I feel like I put in, the more benefits I get.
1: Right. What about? Uh, um, so the schedule is going to stay relatively the same. Hit the big ones and do well, and and obviously take care of circuit stuff and maybe a little Canada. What about? Uh, what about the the horsepower? Is six your your main uh, your main horse or or any changes there?
3: As of now, six just got cleared by the vet. He sustained an injury probably in August um, that I didn't know about because he's a dirty, tough son of a gun. Right. And then I got home and figured it out. And so he just got cleared. Starting so It's just like a, you know, he's got to gradually build his way back up. And so in, in um, probably six weeks from now, we'll know where we're at and what we need to, if he's going to be a hundred percent, because I know that I know what I can uh, achieve on him. So it's one of those things I would love to have him right now. But I know that I need to make sure he's 100% healthy, you know, just like, just like we need to be or, um, you know, our vehicles or whatever it is.
2: Right. Uh,
3: so <laughs> I have a horse from another Columbia River Circuit, Cap Rover, Roger Nonella, that I got last spring. And, um, he's been doing really great at the house, but, uh, we still got a little bit more work to do between me and him to get things, um, ginning just right. Right. So moving forward to the winter rodeos, like at the circuit finals, I'm riding, um, Kaiser's horse. And then I'm going to be entering with Blaine Cox from Texas this winter. And I'm going to be riding a black mare of his, he calls Widow you so, um i've got everything lined out perfect on the Nonella horse or six is back
1: right so you know maybe uh so you might not be on six or or uh or blaine's horse until maybe after san angelo or or are we talking like maybe a february or March kind of thing
3: yeah i'm thinking you know the middle of february beginning of march is probably probably beginning of March before I ride six again at a right. rodeo. You know, um, he's been off since September 15th, let's say. And so it's going to take a lot of gradual, like they just cleared me to walk him around. And then yeah. in a week from now, we put him in an aqua tread three times a week for two weeks. And then from there we go to light trotting. You know, it's just going to, he's sustained in his left hind. So a hind suspensory injury is um, really hard to really hard on a horse, especially in his event. So we just got to make sure we bring him back really strong, so he'll hold up for the next five eight years instead of you know use him for a couple months and battle the injury back and forth. Right. So.
1: Right. What about uh, so you know we we mentioned the circuit finals and we'll probably end up with that, but you mentioned something else there. Uh, Denver and then but uh you know' we're, we're recording this on a Wednesday and you say tomorrow so Thursday uh, Wcra and I've been watching that develop and uh you know tell me about that you know from a from a roper perspective that seems like it's just another good opportunity to make some money you know every you know we're always talking about prCA stuff and I know that's a main source of you know income potential but Wcra shoot if you do well at those man that could set you up really well as well
3: yeah, I'm not gonna say um, it comes close to the national finals. I, after experiencing it, there's never, there won't be anything that comes that close right. or comes close to that. Right. But um, you gotta, just like in anybody's business or whatnot, you gotta have supplemental income. So um, it's a great opportunity to go up there and win ten thousand and move on to the, the final deal. I can't remember where this one's at, but they call it their major. And, you know, win 50,000 and shoot, that just helps you get down the road to get back to the national finals, you know?
1: Right. So if you like, well, you mentioned that too. So 50 grand, it might not count for PRCA standings, but from a momentum and from a motivation and and putting some wind in your sails, uh, I know, you know, you're, you're supposed to have, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, Don't have short-term memory, like get over. Go over the uh, the no times or, or the, the broken barriers and, and also try not to dwell on too many wins. But when you're winning, does it just feel different being on the road, being in the truck, uh, and when you're making checks no matter where you're going?
3: Well, as life progresses, I mean, especially for me, with uh, you know, I've got my two awesome little boys, my wife's more expenses involved. So, um, obviously, the more you win, the less pressure is on you to... Um, pay the bills and put money away and whatnot so anything you can go to like the WCRA or any rodeo and whatnot (laughs) when you're winning everything's good it's just when you get in those lows where you it I mean it seems like you can't do anything right and you're really not doing anything wrong you're just not winning you got to be able to keep a level head through all of it so that the runs of winning last longer and the the runs of not winning last or don't last as long you know
1: what i mean right no i get it and uh <clears throat> let's go back to the schedule a little bit obviously uh circuit finals this weekend and and uh you know denver coming up as well and so um i mean i guess maybe it's a sports cliche but the the most important rodeo is the next one you your schedule but do you have one that you just love to go to or on the flip side do you have one that you really want to get that buckle or whatever the, the, the winning prize is?
3: You know, I guess I probably used to, but nowadays uh, I feel like you just have to be excited to go to everyone. Right? You know, there's, there's someone going to win first at every rodeo and there's someone going to win last hole. But, um, I feel like you just need to be excited nowadays. And when you get there, that means your mindset's right. You're ready to rope instead of Oh man, I didn't really want to drive all the way over here, but gosh, I gotta win! I gotta win a thousand here to keep my standings or whatever. Right. Just, I mean, it's probably just like any sport that, or uh, you know, football player, baseball player, basketball player, or whatever it is. Rodeo is the hardest thing because there's no guarantees, and it's a one shot, one opportunity type deal where the mindset plays such a huge role. You have to be able to complete every time you nod. And so I don't know. I I just feel like you, if you keep the attitude where you're excited and this is all you want to do and whatnot, you're going to have better success than if you're um, the other way.
1: You know, and you and I have talked about that right there before, just in the years that we've gotten to know each other and, and uh, with, with rodeo experience, but also just life experience as a dad, as a husband, as, you know, son, whatever you want to say, has that been easier to remind yourself that, uh, you know, to stay positive and, and that, that will have a trickle down effect on on other things? So, Do you think it's easier to do that now than it was, say, in 2008, 2009, when you were, uh, you know, still, I guess, younger, at least?
3: I would say yes and no I mean um, when you look at it like seeing the little boys and your wife and stuff when you get back to the trailer yeah, that does help but at the same time you expect more of yourself now so you have to keep the right attitude and you got to keep the right mindset to be able to move forward And so I don't know if it's harder or easier I just know to be right and if it is you're going to have success right whether it comes to i mean whether it has having a podcast or you know roping calves or you know um having a bakery you, right if you wake up every morning ready to work and have success and you're going to
0: well jake eric here I was, I was curious you know we're going into the circuit finals this weekend i'm looking forward to being there watching and and what's the biggest difference of I guess you get, that's such a shrunk down arena there in the sun dome. And what are some of the things you have to do to prepare for this weekend?
3: Uh, <laughs> when I come, when I prepare, I, I feel like I try to do the same fundamentals, no matter where I'm going, whether I'm going to the sun dome or whether I'm going to rodeo Houston or, um, Tucson, Arizona, where there's a huge, huge arena. Mm-hmm. But, uh, from, from my time of rodeoing and roping and competing, if you stick to the fundamentals of what you know, you're going to be successful, no matter if you're throwing in one swing or you're throwing in 10 swings down the arena. You still have to do the, you have to go through each step to be able to finish the run. And if you do that, you're going to most likely at the sundome hopefully you tie three of them in seven seconds and you win all
1: the money dang right that's right (laughs) so talk about the money here really quick jake and then i'll let you go back to the chores around the around the place uh um you know coming in uh you know obviously we're going for you know uh, to be the circuit champion but that offers you know a a chance to go down to florida to for the national circuit final so correct me if i'm wrong if you You win the season ending uh title, or if you win the the finals title, you're on your way to Florida and I think it's mid March. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I think I I was looking at the standings, they're not in front of me, but I think you have about a six thousand dollar lead on I think it's Cody Craig. And and so I think if Cody won it all and you didn't win anything, I guess he could maybe overcome you. But are, are you comfortable with that lead? I mean, obviously you go to a rodeo to make more money. But uh, is that something, you know, is Florida on your radar or is that too soon to tell?
3: No, it is. It it should be on anybody's radar because there's, just like the WCRA or any other rodeo, there's more money money to be won down there. Um, And so it's an opportunity to rope against 20 guys instead of 100 for a really really good payday. So I've been trying to practice um, along with going to basketball practices and whatever else I have to do. To be able to be ready to rope up there and then also the one of my main sub, um sponsors is country thunder and that's a huge music festival alongside the dodge national Circuit finals so it sure would be good if i could that's get cool. down there and um uh, be around all that stuff so
1: well jake one more question for you uh from a logistics standpoint and from a just a physical arena standpoint i gotta imagine that uh that's probably going to be one of the smaller smallest arenas you ever uh you ever compete in. I mean, the Sun Gnome is a big building, but not much room for rodeo. So, uh, do you I mean, do you know that, you know, your horse or I guess you're going to be on Cassius's horse, you won't get up to full speed or do you know you're going to throw on that first swing or or is it really just up to the calf and what the calf shows you?
3: Uh you just have to allow things to develop there. Um you can get in your head a little bit and try to throw fast and <laughs> create create problems. So, just let ha- let it happen and um, man, if I get a good start and everything lines up perfect, hopefully I throw in one swing or two and then if not, you got to go three or four then you got to go three or four and then make the best run you can on the ground. So, uh, that's kind of the way I look at it and that's kind of the way I'm going into it. I've rode Cass's horse at his house and that horse is phenomenal. So, we're just going to get up there to washington in the snowstorms and <laughs> yeah, get after it. Yeah.
1: Well, JK, hey, I appreciate it and I agree with you. 7 seconds, we'll get you in the money every round and and uh, so we'll see you on on Friday. I just really appreciate you calling in and and uh, good luck this weekend and definitely good luck in uh, in the year.
3: Thank you very much. You guys have a great day. Thanks, All right, you Jake. too, JK. Thanks safe. a lot. Bye.
0: Well, folks, we're back after that great interview with local
1: calf roper, Jake Pratt. Uh, That was a lot of fun, wasn't it, John? Yeah, I've been, I've been, he's always given me the time uh, that I need, you know, uh, obviously with the podcast today and then uh, just with my rodeo column that I've been writing since, I guess, May 2000. and, And so it's been really cool to watch him go through uh, you know, junior rodeos, high school rodeos, college rodeos. Um, and now, you know, his NFR time uh, in 2018, where he won uh, just shy of 180 grand. And, and uh, you know, last year, we were talking about it when we were off the air. Last year, he won 60 grand, or pardon me, 70 grand. And that, uh, you know, that missed the, the NFR by probably a couple of paychecks. And it's really frustrating because any other year that he would have been in the NFR again. Mm-hmm. And like he was saying, once you get that taste in your mouth, you never, you never want to go away from it. And, uh, so yeah, Jake, thanks for taking the time. And, you know, but that leads us into, you know, what's going to happen this weekend in the right. sun dome. So Columbia river circuit finals. So the best, uh, the best PRCA guys in Washington, Oregon, and, and, uh, the Northern part of Idaho above the snake river are going to be there. in in the sun dome, uh, by my unofficial count off the top of my head, I think we got uh, seven, seven, eight Ellensburg uh, contestants there, the Sun Dome, so yeah, guys like Jason Miner and and uh, Jordan Ty who roped uh, for Central Washington University, uh, barrel Racer, Jody Tucker, Kevin Lesk, uh, uh, Bear Brack Rider, so uh, it'll be really fun. Obviously, there's a lot of ropers here in town, um, and so a handful of them will be there, and uh, you know Jason Miner, like I put in my column uh, this week, he's he's about a grand behind Caleb McMillan for uh, um, Soap Lake, yeah, uh, Soap Lake kid mm-hmm. uh, for the uh, circuit uh, all around champion. That that'd be a nice feather in his cap, or I should say a, a buckle on his belt. And uh, so um, that that's one thing that I'll be watching. So Jason will be in the calf roping, and he'll be uh, uh, in the team roping. Uh, with uh, Jordan Ty, of course, the Minor Brothers, Riley and Brady, um, they're both leading the the header and healer standings, um, and uh, so they'll either win the season title or 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 win the finals title, maybe both. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but I I do I can guarantee you, if the the Minor Brothers win, that uh, their kids uh, Maverick and and hmm. uh, for Brady and Monroe for Riley. They will be in the buckle presentation photo. Absolutely. Uh, last year, I remember watching them both. So it's just a fun event. And I'm telling you what. So the circuit finals are on Friday night, Saturday night, and then Sunday afternoon. Well, we got the Hawks game on Sunday afternoon right. too. But circuit finals are at one o'clock on Sunday. The Hawks game starts at 340. Oh, you can make it back in time. You can do it. Maybe Absolutely. you can't make it all the way to back to Ellensburg to watch it on TV, mm-hmm. but you know go to my father-in-law's house my in-laws live in yakima you're welcome to their house (laughs) watch the game go to the circle finals all weekend you got time absolutely well we just saw the
0: our next guest pull down the driveway and uh we're gonna have a quick message from mcgregor company and we'll introduce carrie cliff the ellensburg rodeo board member and uh he's flying pretty high right now he's got a new football coach on his favorite football team so we'll talk about that that's right we'll be right back after this message
2: i'm ian mcgregor of the mcgregor company There are so many decisions that are required to produce a successful crop. From selecting the right variety, rotation, nutrition, or crop protection, management is a full-time job. At The McGregor Company, we view our role as that of a partner. It's not about making a sale, it's about producing the best crop to help our customers succeed. What we earn here, we invest here, just as we have for more than 130 years. The McGregor Company, your partner for success.
0: All right, we're back after that message from McGregor Company and folks. We got our second guest of the episode in-house YouTubers. If you can see the smile on his face, his Cowboys just got a little bit better. That's right, and I don't mean the Cowboys of the rodeo from the episode. I mean the them Dallas Cowboys. Dalboy,
1: Dallas Cowboys, you got to give us your opinion.
2: Yep, yeah, you know, Super Bowl champs next year. Oh, uh, I, I feel oh. it. It's gonna happen. I'm sorry, you know, Seahawks, it's over, but. Uh, until that <laughs> nfc
0: championship comes through <laughs> seattle next year gary
2: it's <laughs> gonna be good right we got all that we have all the talent in the world now we have a coach to to put them in the right direction <laughs> well, that's awesome yeah, i don't know, I, I, I don't know. I, I, this is already falling
1: off the rails because i can't even take that seriously i, I wore this for a reason
2: today yep. <laughs> seahawks Fletcher <laughs> <sweatshirt> here
1: <Yep. laughs> but gary Clift is in the studios big country studios here and uh obviously we just got done talking about uh talking with jake pratt uh Ellensburg guy who's uh, you know, been at the Ellensburg Rodeo uh, a handful of times, we'll just say as a professional kid. And, and, uh, but, uh, I guess we can start off with, you know, one thing that I would say obviously, I'm I'm biased because I'm such a huge rodeo fan and, and been watching Ellensburg for, I guess, I'm going on 20 years, 21, mm-hmm. 22 years, and, and, uh, just an incredible production. And I'll, I'll repeat myself, I've already said it once on the podcast and in our intro that just, you know, uh, combining tradition and keeping it relative or relevant in, you know, 2020. So technology and fireworks and names and concerts. And so, and that, that's a year round effort. Uh, so oh, kind of yeah. tell us a little bit about that and, and how that takes shape.
2: Well, we, you know, we start uh, planning for rodeo the day after rodeo, you know, for the next year. It, right. uh, it's uh, a lot of time. Uh, it's all volunteer, uh, on the rodeo board top ends and, uh, you know, it, uh, depends on what, as a director, what you're in charge of, you know, some things take a little more and some a little less, but, uh, you know, in, in my case of, uh, the concert that's, uh, we're already we planning for the next year, you right. know, you, you got to look ahead and see who's going to be around and it's a lot of work, so.
0: Just on a side note, I got a nominee for the concert because his karaoke on New Year's Eve, I heard was like... Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I can
2: bust out. No, if the you can write a bull. We can do karaoke. <laughs> oh, I, well, yeah. You saw me. I don't yeah. know if
1: riding a bull is yeah. 0.2 seconds. I don't know if I'm... I, I'm retired no matter what. Well, we, so. can,
2: we can put you as an opener. How's that? <laughs> yeah. You can you open up I could up open feet. for Russell Dickerson. Yeah, all right? yeah, yeah oh, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Do that
0: Dickerson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: So, you know, and, and some of that comes with, I mean, I know the rodeo board makes their annual trip to Vegas yep. for the NFR. NFR gets a lot of attention. It's 10 days and yep. a lot of people just say two weeks, but you guys are there almost a week ahead of time, I believe yep. there's a lot of
2: business that goes mm-hmm. on, right? So the actual convention, the PRCA convention is that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And, uh, so we have, you know, guys will roll in that Saturday or Sunday, uh, the week before right. and, uh. So we have our own Ellensburg Rodeo meetings, and we get a lot of business done there. And then we have the convention where we're signing, you know, specialty acts, and uh, in our case, we have a lot of people that come back, you know, like our bullfighters, but in stock contractors. But we do a lot of business there because you can you're face to face, right? And uh, and of course, uh, Tuesday nights the annual uh, Ellensburg Rodeo party that we have. <laughs> oh I yeah, I saw and, the uh, picture. It looked pretty. Yeah, funny. it was good. So it's a, we started used to have it when we were part of the big four and yep. had our party but then uh when we got out of the big four about four or five years ago we started our own party so it's a way of saying thank you to all the people that are here on Ellensburg Rodeo Weekend that we're so busy you might not get that chance to right. say thank you and so when they come to the party we're there and having a good time and on a relaxed mode and it's, it's good time. Is that
1: hosted at like a uh, one of the
2: hotels? Or yeah it's at the there, South Point. Okay. Yeah. So if you're there, you're, you're welcome to come. So. Podcast
1: I think that's, episode. I,
2: yeah. We'll make you a bartender. Yeah, there we go. Yeah.
1: So we can expense the trip. Yep, Absolutely. There we go.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, you know, you talk about a couple of things, like specialty acts, uh, you know, the bullfighters. Uh, we were talking about it before we uh, started hitting record on this one is, um, you know, you talk about how um, I don't know if people understand what a volunteer effort it is, but mm-hmm. I don't know if people understand. Like Ellensburg has the who's who in terms of contract personnel. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. in terms of you know so especially act stock, we have the three best PRCA bullfighters. Mm-hmm. Uh, no no disrespect to everybody, but I mean those are
2: NFR caliber guys to go year oh, after year. Yeah. yeah you know I don't I think we kind of take it for granted what we have here, uh, and uh, people say they got to go Vegas to see all the the big names and when you can see it in our backyard mm-hmm. right we we have the stock. The people, the contestants, uh, you know, the announcer, the sound guys, the bullfighters, the clown, you know, I mean, we, we have it all that, what is in Vegas and uh, it's right here in Ellensburg. So a lot of times I don't think people realize that, how big it is. And, you know, we, it takes a lot of time to, and our reputation through the years has been really good. So, well, if anybody ever doubts that, tell them to go sit through Slack. That's oh, yeah. the who's
0: who <clears throat> of time to be oh, yeah. competing right.
2: there.
1: So. Right. Yeah. So. Tell me about some things that, uh, I mean, I know that's uh, near and dear to your heart that the concert coming yeah. back a few years ago. Um, I mean, there's some, if you think about it, guys like Tim McGraw, oh, yeah. one of his starts was here mm-hmm. and, you know, we had Russell Dickerson here last year as well. I mean, yep. I mean, so one, I'm thrilled that it's back yep. after a handful of years now. And, um,
2: what can we, I mean, is that, it's going to have some staying power in the foreseeable future? You, you know, uh, we, we always like to have more people show up obviously and we're building that um you know it started in 1983 with johnny cash so hmm. uh you know you've named you know, legendary yeah. we've had mark chestnut and tim mcgraw and uh, a lot of good acts through there but uh you know we got into the 90s when it uh, when garth brooks was real hot and uh so artists got a little expensive and it was hard to uh, make money or break even on the concerts right and so that's why they stopped doing them, and then uh, three years ago, you know, I kind of being in charge of the Gold Buckle Club. I needed a, a we used to do a summer party, and I needed a event for them. And I'm, I'm like, let's let's do a kickoff like they do in Vegas. So Vegas has Wednesday night the uh, hoe down downtown mm-hmm. where they have country artists uh, playing that evening as a kickoff to the rodeo, and um, I'm like, well, let's do that, and then have an opportunity for our gold buckle member sponsors to have a kickoff, and then include the community in in on it. And uh, felt pretty right at that time. You know, Chris Ledoux was the last guy that we had uh, perform here, and Ned, I had seen him on a YouTube video, you know, and and uh, Ned Ledoux. And uh, I'm like, oh you know, this would be kind of a good honor. Yeah. You know, twenty yeah. years later, hey, we're starting out with yep. Ned Ledoux, and <clears throat> kind of a funny story with him i hadn't i didn't know the process of booking an artist never done it before i'm a volunteer guy for the elmsburg rodeo so i reached out on uh, facebook messenger to ned ladue i'm like
0: <laughs> i'm like hey would
2: you like to come play and he's like well yeah so he he routed me through his uh you just it, like it, just took I mean, a shot yeah i just i i had no other reason wow, not to so awesome. wow so uh he directed me towards his agent in Nashville, and uh, so we were watching our costs, you know, because we didn't know how this was gonna yeah. take off. And uh, so my the agent and 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 I were kind of going back and forth on on money, and uh, I don't think the agent was taking me serious that we really wanted to do this. Really, A- and uh, finally, I kind of got just I'm like, all right, I'm I'm done with this. This mm-hmm. isn't gonna work. And I was driving. It was January, uh, right in the middle of January. I was heading to the Denver Stock Show, showing cattle, yeah. and it, this is this is a weird story. But I was going through Wyoming, went through Casey, Wyoming, and there's the uh, Chris Ledoux statue is there. Right then, I had my on my iPod on random music, <laughs> and a Chris Ledoux song wow. came on, and I'm like, now oh, this is weird. Yeah. So I got on the phone. I called. Ned's agent. And I said, do you know what I'm doing right now? He goes, no. And I go, well, I'm in a blizzard. You know, it was like 20 below heading to yeah. Denver stock show. Yeah. I just told him what I had just passed through Casey, Wyoming. And, you know, and Crystal Dew came on the, on the, on the radio or on my iPod. And I said, if you don't think I'm real that we want to do this, you know, here's my offer. Let's cut all the stuff. blah, blah, blah yeah. stuff. And let's just make a flat rate deal. And, uh let's kick let's kick, kick off our rodeo uh, concerts again with 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 Ned and so I was he says all right let me call you back so about 20 minutes later he calls me and he goes done deal so I actually signed him on the road on the way to Denver stock <laughs> wow. show wow and uh
0: through his old town
2: yeah and it's kind of cool in you know? this it basically
1: in the city that wow. Kind of and, gave me chills a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> That's a so, of- yeah. it, I don't understand that,
2: but I mm, I believe in it. Absolutely. You know? So yeah. every, everything that you're supposed to do in signing the artist, I did completely <laughs> the opposite, but I didn't know other, otherwise. And so, you know, our first year we had a little bumps, you know, a slack ran a little long, and so we were a little late getting set up. But, you know, Ned was ecstatic. The original band members uh, were Chris. Chris's, the Western yep. Underground Band. So they were Mark Sizzle, which I became pretty good friends with now. I mean, that was... Chris's main guy, he was here right. and he remembered everything from really, here last really. time. And he was, he was, uh, he was, they were thrilled to be here. And so it was a good kickoff. That's, you awesome. Know? That's awesome. So, and then from there, it's, it's tough. You know, you got to find, okay, what, uh, what does our County want? Do they want old country nineties yeah. countries? Like they want modern, you know, that next year, uh, Joe Dippe, seemed yeah. kind of a, a legit, uh, uh, answer to that. And then last year, um, we had a couple. We had a couple artists tentatively signed, and it kind of it fell through. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we ended up routing with Walla Walla Rodeo and Piel Fair uh, with Russell Dickerson. So he played the night before in Walla Walla, and then Thursday night in Ellensburg, and then Piel Friday. So when you do that, you can get a better wow. deal. Oh, and cool. uh, so I wanted to test it with New York country, and uh, but then having Wade Jennings open up uh, you know Wayland's grandson has the old good, country and yeah, I'm like good balance. I figured it'd be a balance of old country and and, yeah. and new countries, so uh which worked out well so
1: so you know obviously we're we're not ready to or I think we're not ready to announce but we the Breaking concerts news, are huh? yeah <laughs> the concerts uh, will depressed. continue and and I mean I guess what's the what's the biggest thing you learned? One, we've learned that Facebook (coughs) messenger will get you concerts. Yep. Absolutely. (laughs) But two, I mean, has there been one thing that you're like, okay, we're going to make sure this is a place every year, or we're going to do it this way every year. What's the biggest takeaway? Oh
2: man. You know, there's a lot of moving parts in that. I think, uh, time to get the, the stage set up. We've got that dialed in now. Yeah. Um, actually got it with Joe Diffie. We got it dialed in, uh, make sure we're starting on type and we move slack around a little bit to, uh, to make sure we had enough time. Um, art trying to book artists is tough because of where we're located. Yeah, you know it isn't like okay when you say routing, you know, like say George Strait is playing in Texas, and if, say we were in Oklahoma, you know, he could come through and play. It isn't like these artists are out here, right? Because you know, we're out way out west, so it's a little tougher to bring uh, people here just because of the timing and where we're located. So if we can tie in a y'all up you know what they're right. doing um or find find that niche artist that upcomer like we did with ned yeah you know uh got a little name behind it that uh, that is hard and you know on the hoedown down in vegas that's kind of why i go down there to to watch those concerts to see because usually they have up, they have upcomers uh playing there it's like okay is that artist a performer or you know what kind of artist is he you right. know because you Trust me, I get everybody telling me you need to get so and so. You need right, to get so and so. And the biggest thing is what you can afford. Because right, yes, right. I'd love to have Alabama, but they cost about three hundred thousand. You know, right, it's right. just being yeah. Write a check. Yep. So Sponsored I, by Kid. I like yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could tell you what everyone, what all the artists cost. It's it's crazy. But so you have to be realistic on a right. Thursday night. The amount of people we can draw, and you know, make this thing feasible and. So it's, you know, you're playing with the budget, but, uh, there, there's a lot of good artists out there. Right. That's so, yeah, fun. What about, uh, um,
1: you know, we, we talk about the planning of, of Ellensburg and that's more than a year long process. Cause I know. know you're thinking of 21 and 22, <laughs> uh, ideas and stuff for the concerts, but during the rodeo itself, like a guy like you, uh, when I'm, you know, I've never missed a performance in my 20 years here and, and, uh, you know, I, I see a lot of rodeo, but there's, you know, I'm moving around and I never see board members. I mean, you guys are working nonstop. So you put all this effort and planning, blood, sweat, and literally blood, sweat, and tears. Do you get a chance to like actually enjoy it? Um, I mean, well, you, you love it, yeah, but do you get to
2: enjoy the Labor Day weekend? Uh, you know, you enjoy that all the people are there and all your right. hard, hard work, but just to sit down and relax you know, you don't, you know, all of us board members, you know, I bet you we're we're averaging 25,000 steps a day. I mean, our feet are, are toast, you know, um, it's a lot of work, board members and top hands. And, uh, so just, uh, I don't think you just really relax and enjoy it, but but we go to other rodeos and that's what, you know, I've always, since I've been on the board, this is my ninth year and I have tried to go to a different one every year to pick up ideas and Mm -hmm. actually relax and enjoy a rodeo, you know, been to Cheyenne and Calgary. And we go, a bunch of us go to Pendleton every year. Sisters we will be at the group of us will be at the Columbia circuit finals. So that's when you get to sit down and enjoy a rodeo. So that was another thing. Mm -hmm.
1: I I try to get one new rodeo in a year. Mm -hmm. And if I, if it's not a new one, then I try to go back to one that I haven't been to in a while. And so when you're, when you're, <clears throat> uh, add another rodeo, whether it be a, a Sisters or a Pendleton, or if you're, you know, in OMAC when it's 450 degrees every weekend. There, I mean, <laughs> yeah. is it? Do you do you learn a lot about uh-huh. what's working, or or maybe you're not talking to the board, but you're just seeing physically what's going on? I mean, oh yeah, it,
2: you know, I've uh, every one I've pulled an idea uh, out of. Let's I'll give example. Was it? Six years ago, I was the guy that started Patriot Night mm-hmm. here, and I saw that idea at the Nile Rodeo. Oh, we, we show cattle, yeah, we yeah. show cattle there, so I was there anyway. But uh, Nile did a Patriot Night, and I'm like, man, that would be great. And so that's what we we started here on on Friday night, and look at what it's turned into. Right, you know, this year was a was a big, yeah. a big tribute, but uh yep, um, that we've honored some the World War II vets that, and I could tell you stories on, on on those, (laughs) those guys, it was, uh, probably characters. Oh man. They, you know, there was, when we brought it, we took them down in the arena, uh, the World War II vets, there was 25 of them. And, uh, and there, no, it wasn't the World War II. II, I'm sorry. It'd be, uh, uh, Vietnam, I believe. So, we took him down into the arena so they could get introduced, and there was one of them that was in a wheelchair, and so we had him right by the flag. and And uh, when it all got going, he was like, "Hey, can you uh, take me in, get me into the arena?" And so Dave Adams and I packed or helped him in an yeah. arena. And uh, I mean, what a what a neat That's thing, cool, you yeah. know? And his wife came up to to us afterwards and said that uh, he never talked about what happened in the war. And uh, after we honored him, uh, he opened up and so wow. she thanked us. So, wow. so there's those, those little things that are kind of touching in the community that, uh, you know, I think something that we did, a you know, effective. You know, somebody's got to recognize them. Oh, and of why, course. why not be the, the biggest event in Elmsburg? Definitely. That, that, and one that, of the biggest events in the entire PRCA. You no, know? no.
0: Yeah. I know that that night I, I'm guaranteed to cry. Grown are patient. supposed to cry, but I cry every nah. time. I get <laughs> it gets I, me every I, time. You know, I you know,
1: <sighs> w- w- let's set the scene then on a on a Patriot night. So it's Friday, so I'm just finally thrilled. The year of waiting, at least for performances. You know, it's getting dusk, and then Justin McKee, with his words, yeah. they they get the chills, and then somebody's belting out the uh, the national anthem. I'm kind of getting yeah. a little teary the yeah. right now, but I mean, what <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, a way! And then honoring <clears throat> patriots, whether whatever branch of service they're in, or, or oh, uh, yeah. last year with uh, you know Deputy Thompson and and uh, uh, which uh, was uh pretty speechless to be
2: quite honest. Oh, with. Yeah. So a patriot night is a an incredible way to you know mm-hmm. kick off the for rodeo and. So to answer your question, going to other rodeos is, you know, where we see things like that, Yeah, you know, and uh, Cheyenne, when we went, we saw a lot of different things. When I first went to Cheyenne, I'm like, how can one rodeo win outdoor rodeo so many times? I'm like, how, you know, yeah, I we, we, we got to be better than them. Yeah. And then you, when, when you go look at their facilities, they're like, oh, okay, now yeah. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> it it's huge, yeah. you know, but. Um, and their concerts are. Their concerts are insane. So we went but to. But they're at uh, a different
1: time of their i mean they've been they didn't have Mm. a gap i believe in their concerts right or no
2: they you know we saw uh toby keith i actually saw a a million dollar check passed uh, from the the rodeo committee of cheyenne wow uh, so i mean there's a lot of potential in these concerts you know uh pendleton they're having one with uh oh eric church and Mm -hmm. you know there's between him and their openers, there's 1.3 million that these guys yeah. are doing out. You know, so there's a lot of potential, to, you know, with these concerts, it ties in the whole event. You know, right. we're, we're putting on an event, you know, right. of uh, you know, the, the concert day and the rodeo. So
0: we need to take a quick break. I got my producer head on right now. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't have any flaws. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to have a one more message from McGregor Company, the great sponsor of the rodeo. Look at his shirt, McGregor Company. That's right. And we'll be right back. <laughs> and we got mug right and the mug. we got a lot of questions. This is oh, nowhere yeah. near over with. We'll be right back.
2: Your spray application only works if it hits the target. Common sense, right? Hi, I'm Sam Kimmel, an account manager in Indicott, Washington for the McGregor Company. The threats to your crop and to your yield are largely below the canopy line. Conform DP by McGregor improves spray performance by minimizing drift and reducing fine spray particles that are unable to break through the top canopy layer to those tough-to-reach targets. With conform, your investment stays on your field spray what you mean and mean what you spray with conform dp exclusively at the mcgregor company
1: so we're back after that brief break and uh, you were talking about before we went into the the commercial break just the the event itself so i mean we got the best cowboys and and barrel racers in the mix Mm -hmm. we talked about you know bullfighter clowns and and tell me about you know specialty act i mean that that helps you kind of break up the rodeo events a little bit and what do we got going on this year
2: yeah you know that every year uh, we try to have something different and, and new and that, you know that's one thing we look at when we're in Vegas and uh, Bill Lau is in, in charge of, of that but this year uh, uh, he uh, Bill found a group that's bringing that there will be wild pony races a team <laughs> a team of three youngsters and I believe it's under 12 year old 12 yeah. years old uh, they bring uh, there's six ponies. And, uh, they do bring some kids of their own, but then they'll be looking for some local talent. So right. I don't know all the details on that part yet, but, uh, that is the plan to have these. Actually keep a cliffhanger for now. Yeah. Day. yeah, yeah right. There is yeah. a, there is some wild pony races. I've, I've personally seen them, uh, at the Nile and at, uh, Calgary, I believe. And mm-hmm. it's very entertaining. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of action. So, so you know. Um, are all the
1: specialty acts and, and contractors, are they all in Vegas? And and so, um, is it just in a huge convention, like hotel room convention center? So it's
2: at the South point uh, hotel. And so there's a, a room and they'll set up a booth. And, uh, so everybody can go and visit them at their booth. Uh, unless you're, uh. The one, our bandit, he just sits down at the bar and signs his <laughs> deals at the, at the bar there. But he, he's good enough now; he can That's do probably that. Probably more yeah. truth than joke. No, yeah, no yeah. it is. No, it is. It's it's it's, I can tell you where he sits, yeah, <laughs> opposite where I do. Yeah, but, right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. next yep. but uh, you know, there's a lot of trick riders. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's uh, what was that Randy Kerr, the guy that he he uh, broke wild mustangs. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got to act. We haven't had him here. I, I saw him in sisters. Yeah, uh, so there's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of trick ropers, um, the dogs and the monkeys. And, oh yeah, and oh, uh, so you know they, this is going to be fun having something a little different with these uh, wild pony races. Is know? it is it hard to find a specialty act? I mean, so in their
1: booth, and I'm sure everybody's different, but mm-hmm. do they have? I mean, if you haven't seen them, so you you talk about and Nile mm-hmm. or Sisters mm-hmm. or, or Calgary. Mm-hmm. But if you haven't seen them, can you make a decision based off of a video or word of mouth? Or you know, I think
2: we'd have to ask Bill. But I know in the past, uh, you know, you you visit with other rodeo committees yeah. that have had them. You know, obviously in their booth, they'll have a video or brochures on what their acts about. Yeah, and, and they'll and they'll tell you. But uh, the biggest thing is talking to other committees. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, that guy was good, yeah. easy to work with, and and uh, something you yeah know, fun. So. Um, you know what, we're, we're excited to have, have them come this year. So. Yeah. Part of the event obviously is, is Slack leading up to
1: it for the diehard rodeo fans. I'm watching the steer tripping on, on, uh, yeah. what is it? A Wednesday morning or Thursday morning. And it seems like it might be a little bit different. Uh, best of the
2: best is moving on from West star to, to the arena. Yeah, you know, there's, uh, it's not signed, sealed and delivered right now, but, yep. uh, there is some plans uh, uh we're working on as as the board to uh bring that rope in on Wednesday to, to the Ellensburg Arena. Yeah. So uh obviously that shifts some things yeah. on Slack and so that's all pending right now. Yeah. But uh that is uh, just we have some details to get worked out, but that is kind of that ended plan. So. it seemed like though when when West
1: Star was kinda of saying their swan song, um, you know, leading up to the uh, Labor Day weekend that, that, uh, yeah, that they mentioned, you know, it's going to logistically, we got to make sure that we don't lose the, the, the flavor of the event. And, yeah but it seems like
2: there's a good team of guys that want to Mm -hmm. keep it rolling. Yeah. So, you know, the, the biggest thing is, uh, is, uh, parking, you know, these, uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but these rigs have gotten bigger. These guys are bringing in, (laughs) uh, you know, KXLE and, and our, uh, hilltop gets slammed full. So, uh, the changes that they're talking in the parking lot, uh on the county side, you know, we gotta keep touch on that on what it can affect our big rigs getting in there right. another day. So right. Uh part parking is uh, so if anybody's got any good ideas on parking, you know near near the rodeo grounds we can we can use some help
1: you know what we should do we got, the i'm looking at a field a yeah. from big yeah. so we're, studios here. we're here get horses on golf carts and bring them down into uh into town Might we'll, we'll work on that on i've
2: been working on this uh somehow and i became a legion member this last year and i have this vision of a zip line from the legion down into that beer garden <laughs> so, i think, think you'll need some sort of right into in the beer beer to garden. the yeah. zip line I, I think that, you know, if we can make this happen. I think, you know, people pay 10 bucks ah, to ride that. Right. When, right.
0: I think if you could figure out how to get JJ into the arena that way, Oh yeah. He, he be would hilarious. do it too. <laughs> yeah. If
2: anybody he, he, would, he yeah. would do that. No, he's open to
1: anything. <laughs> we talk about the event of the weekend and we were talking about this before we hit record again on the podcast. And, and, uh, you know, Ellensburg has been a trendsetter for extreme bulls. I still remember mm-hmm. the prototype event. Uh, BJ Schumacher went into in O in two and, uh, I mean that just jump started. I mean, I think I don't know. I can still remember it, and I don't think people realize what it could be. And then, as soon as that night happened, I was thinking, "Wow, we've got a whole new chapter of PRCA rodeos and stuff." And yeah. extreme bulls has always been in
2: Ellensburg, and
1: it looks like we got a little bit of hardware
2: for it. Yeah, well, there's the O nineteen. We uh, PRCA gave us the extreme bulls uh, event of the year, which is. Uh, a big feat. And, and, uh, we, what was it Tuesday early evening we, the old board went down and they had to get together and right. big, awarded that award, which is, which is great. Right. Um, you know, that, and I don't know if you've noticed, but that crowd is different than the, the normal is. Saturday, Sunday rodeo crowd. You know, we, we set, uh, keg records, you know, beer records that <laughs> <Yeah>. night, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, the people coming to that are looking to have a good time. Yeah. And it is, you know, you know we do that perf that Saturday, and there's probably some people that do both, you know. Yeah. It, but uh, uh for the mainstay, it's just a different crowd. And uh we fill it. It's uh that night it's all hands on deck with top hands, top hands wives, our the board and board wives. It's uh, you know, that section nine, uh I don't know, several years ago, I, I was in charge of the Behind the shoots and <clears throat> Section 9, and I learned real quick that uh, we needed more help over there. And yeah. so we had the Rodeo City Roller Girls that help out all weekend serving for us and uh, just to try and keep up. Yeah. It, it's just a whole other animal Saturday night. What, uh, um, you know, I never want to say
1: you never have problems selling tickets, but. <laughs> There doesn't seem to be a ticket to be had unless you're going to pay a premium somewhere wow. or whatever. It, it seems like that's pretty consistently yep.
2: it sells out. Sold out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, and that. So we try to have you know again as an event, you have you know that, that champ is getting named that night, and then the after party and behind the shoots. That's uh, we we try to put a good headliner act mm-hmm. in there. You know we. have about six years, seven years ago, we, kind of, we ramped up our, our bands that we bring to, uh, to the rodeo in and especially that night. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, Chance McKinney has done a yep. fabulous job on Saturday night there. And last year's Aaron Crawford. This year, we have a guy that, uh, I saw down at Pendleton two years ago and, uh, Kurt Van Meter and this guy is high energy. Really? And, uh, another, uh, you know, we have a lot of, we have people just coming out of the, the the footwork that want to play for Ellensburg Rodeo now. Um, Hollywood Don Yates is coming back. He's nice. going to be playing Friday night. What it, a personality. You know, that guy, <clears throat> he's a, you know, when he first said, hey, I'm a singer, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. You know, yeah, isn't everybody. <laughs> yeah, right. But uh, he actually had a YouTube video of him singing the National Anthem, and I'm like, well, if you can sing the National Anthem. That's a very difficult that, Yeah, so this last year, he played Monday. Yep in uh, behind the shoots, and uh i went in there for a little bit just because i w- was curious uh andy andrews had, had signed him and uh he did a phenomenal job um our sound guy says his band was the easiest one to work with really all, all weekend really? you know so that's pretty cool you know these he, he gets it he knows how to entertain yeah from, you know wolfman the yeah wwe the Whatever he's doing, yeah, know, the, the bullfighter.
1: My claim to fame there <laughs> is uh, uh, when he was still our our bullfighter. Um, I can't remember when he moved on from that, but this is early on in my career. Um, he gave me. I remember he walked up, and I got a little fanboy because I was like, "Whoa, this is Hollywood Don Yates." I recorded him during the uh, uh, during the bullfighting uh, event, and and I'd like to say that I helped propel propel his career <laughs>
0: mostly uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I will take
1: credit <laughs> for that and uh, uh you know uh <laughs> going into you know the 2020 owns rodeo um you know little things that i've noted you talked about section nine but then um you know there's a there's a, a patio section uh yep. in the sponsor yeah in mm-hmm. in, in, in in sponsor rooms and, and that seems to have taken shape too just another yep. for those who want to have a beverage or two and still be able to watch the rodeo. I mean, that's a
2: pretty decent yeah. vantage point. Yeah. You know, there's, and of course we're working with the County and city. We have a, a grand plan per se that, yeah. uh, uh, hopefully upgrade that whole would be North North end mm-hmm. and West end, uh, cost quite a bit of money, obviously, yeah. but, uh, we do have some pretty cool plans in in place there. Um, but for now, you know, that sponsored patio is there and, uh, people can have a beverage and, and uh and watch the rodeo um you know everybody's got their their favorite spot yeah to watch it obviously being the go buckle club guy so hi i'm in there and have a pretty (laughs) decent view yeah when i can on on the the east end of the arena but uh you know there's folks that you know they want to go to section nine there's there's people that want to be in the in that south grandstand for shade and so everybody yes (laughs) yeah so everybody's got their favorite spot similar to parade morning you know it's I've wrote parade morning every year since I've been on the board and now I can pretty much tell you, uh, where every family that our local family is sitting, Yeah, you know, just by, like, I just remember where they're all at, you know, on the parade route. So similar to, uh, the, rodeo weekend, everybody's got their, their, their fun spot. Definitely.
1: What, uh, um, what are some, some things that we've, uh, that we haven't touched on in terms of, uh, contract personnel we you know we you mentioned jj i guess we haven't talked about him no. um no. the guys
0: he's coming a, back right
2: oh yeah absolutely no, I, that I, was I'd a pretty talent. he uh you know what that, that guy is just loves allensburg mm-hmm. first off you know he's a washington guy um but he truly loves what we do and uh wherever whatever rodeo he's at he has those footballs yeah i don't know if we but all they have Ellensburg, yeah, Ellensburg yeah. rodeo. So he, so he can be in the, you know, the Nile. He can be at the Sisters. He can be wherever, and he's throwing Ellensburg rodeo. Oh, that's cool. Uh, footballs out, and you know, he's just a guy that uh, I, I think is great, and he's great for. He's a great fit to, mm-hmm. to our rodeo, and. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's fun. Uh, I could, you know, I've golfed with him in the past uh, down in in Vegas and you know, that guy can hit a golf ball too for a little skinny. Is he good? Yes. It's yeah. I actually, one year was in the, uh, Carl Jensville kind of puts all the golf stuff together. And, uh, so he put me with JJ. So I was in the cart with him for 18 holes.
0: Oh man. And (laughs) I
2: I can tell you, well, A, we were intoxicated by the end, but then B, I have never laughed so much in my entire life. I was like, done. I'm like, I need to go lay down after yeah. that one. That that guy is, I mean, it's just an endless energy. I, yeah. I would tell
1: you, yeah, the thing I remember uh, the first time I met JJ was at a, a smaller rodeo. This is a handful of years before he was on uh, in the arena dirt here in Ellsberg. And, and he just struck me as like, wow, I can tell. I mean, I don't want to say I'm, I can, I talent Mm -hmm. well, but from a fan perspective, I was like, okay, he's going to be a household name. No, Um, he just, uh, you talk about just, I mean, there's scripted laughter that he's got, but his forte is just like a scenario that comes up or something that he can see that's developing. Boom. Um, And that's just, I I think some people go to the
2: rodeo just for him. Maybe. Oh yeah. No, there is. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a God gives talent. Mm -hmm.
0: I think the Ellensburg rodeos had a pretty long tradition of having a great clown. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah.
2: Like he wasn't a Flint, Flint Flint grown up. Oh yeah, he, he was funny. Oh yeah. Well, and he was here this last right last oh, year because he got inducted for the whole. My goodness. When I did you I, see that skit? Yeah, what, what yeah. So on? yeah,
1: I remember being behind the shoots <laughs> um, around the Saddlebronk time, and uh, I saw Flint. He was just hanging out, just chatting with everybody like they were his best friend uh including me chatted me up and stuff and and uh and then I saw him like changing underneath the shoots like a like a bronc rider or bull fire or or bull rider would and I'm thinking <laughs> something's gonna happen here. Yeah. And so I remember texting my wife I'm like don't take a bathroom break now because something's gonna happen. Yeah. And that was just that was really cool. And oh, uh yeah. did see the two of the best two of the most, the best, of the most iconic mm-hmm. uh uh barrel men or clowns mm-hmm. whatever you want to say yeah in, in the arena that was that was pretty fun. Yeah. It was pretty fun.
2: Yeah, no, that was that was a great moment. It was a great moment. Yeah. It was a great
1: moment. Mm. So, you know, it seems like it's gonna take forever for Labor Day weekend to come, <laughs> but uh, there's little <laughs> events uh, throughout the throughout the year that either highlights Ellensburg or, or reminds us of, of Ellensburg and you and I are gonna be busy here in a couple of weekends uh, for yeah. the uh, Royal Court coronation and and uh, um he might have a favorite in mind. Yeah. I mean, thank you. <laughs> good luck to all the ladies. Yeah. Uh, but I yeah. know uh, Miss um, Cora will will be there as well. Yeah. But uh, is that a, uh, I mean, from a dad, from a rodeo board <laughs> perspective, I mean, you have one look from a dad perspective. Are you, are you nervous, excited, all of the above?
2: You know, uh, yeah. So usually during the last handful of years, I guess, the uh, banquets landed on the same weekend we're showing cattle in Denver. Mm-hmm. And so it got moved this year. So I'll, uh, yeah. I'll be able to be here, you yeah. know? And so actually, and Cora and I will be in Denver the weekend before. And so I'm sure I'm going to be listening to her speech, the whole travel all the way to, <laughs> to Denver and back. But uh, from a dad standpoint, um, I'm excited. You know, she's been involved um, since she was a baby. You know, my, uh, my wife, Bridget, was on the Hall of Fame uh, board for years mm-hmm. and held a collection. And so she... As growing up with it, you know, with on that end, and then obviously with me being on the board, and so she's been there, right there, helping, volunteering through all these, all these years, and she was a spirit of the west there for um, a couple years, and so when she first said she wanted to do it, I'm like, do you realize how much time it is? And I'm like, oh yeah, she wouldn't realize how much time it is, yeah, you know, because yeah. she sees, you know, what what I do, but that's a big commitment, you know, those those gals are gonna tra- they travel a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, my hat is off to those ladies because uh, I mean I've always kind of known, but <clears throat> now that I've become more involved with the, with the banquet, with the coronation mm-hmm. event, and and just listening to what the, where they travel to yeah, and um, having to keep, you know, so the ladies will tell me about like one of the more difficult ones. It's fun, but one of the more difficult ones is the seafair parade when oh, you've got yeah. literally like what five hundred thousand people, yeah. and uh, most of them have never seen a horse before, so they'll potential to the spook horses and stuff Yeah, and, um just the 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 commitment is is uh
2: well that's huge
1: exhausting mm-hmm. uh, to think about it the, yeah. the the miles they travel the uh, just all the the things that they do here yeah in, in the county so yeah i'm looking forward to it that that coronation is on fun. the the 25th there mm-hmm. at central um i think uh there's still some some tickets available yeah, if,
2: if you're interested and we're getting pretty low on them I, from the last I heard of it but uh,
1: that's a good problem to have though. yeah
2: mm-hmm. yeah i'm kind of excited for the you know the traditional posse arch that yep. they they build <clears throat> and build to walk uh with my daughter you know that's going to be, be going to cool. be fun we obviously have a lot of family and friends coming up and yep. uh, so looking forward to that day and hopefully the mc um incredibly incredibly
1: mediocre looking redhead yeah. uh he uh hopefully i don't foul it up or anything like oh, that oh so, no you, you'll do um, great <clears throat> i try to do a little self-depreciating humor mm-hmm. and then last year i made the mistake of talking about how i met my wife in the, the royal court at the time in 2000 was kind of involved with that just and then I found myself on stage, kind of getting a little emotional. Um, yeah, and I'm like, "Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> wrap it up." He so, crossed the line. Yeah, I know. did. I did. I did. <laughs> so, anyway, but hey, yeah. Ellensburg Rodeo can't come soon enough, Carrie, I really appreciate you coming in yeah, and, no and uh, um, you know, keep us posted. So we're on Facebook and Instagram yeah. and Twitter. And so, if you got ideas or, or something, or you wanted to talk about the rodeo or keep the conversation going. Sports talk fans, let us know yeah, on yeah. on on multiple social media outlets.
0: Absolutely, oh, that's let, great. Thank you for joining us. Gary. Oh,
2: and remember to if you see a top end or a rodeo board guy, just thank them. You know, there's a lot of volunteer time, and you know, there's we're always looking for more volunteers. You know, there's always a a hole to fill to uh, for help. That's so. right. Another hammer to use or yeah, another shovel to dig. Oh man, absolutely. Yeah. Always, yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, thank you to McGregor company too for sponsoring the rodeo segment this month. And uh, we'll be back here with John and I. I'll wrap things up with our thoughts and going in blowing people's minds. That's <laughs> great. All right, folks. we we'll are right back. Well, we're back for the last segment of
1: the episode 18. I got to tell you, I mean, I enjoy all the episodes, mm-hmm. but uh, this one has been pretty darn fun.
0: It has been a lot of fun. I, you know, Jake's, a, I've known Jake for quite a while, and that was a great interview. I, I'm sure he appreciated getting the afternoon of not having to do some fence posts fence post for 15 work. minutes.
1: That is, uh, you break a sweat every single you time. Do.
0: Yeah, um, It was fun sitting down with a friend of ours, Car- or Kerry Cliff. Yep. He's actually close to the yeah. Big Country Studios where he resides. That's right.
1: And I uh, know he's an he's awesome, awesome friend. i to be able to call him friend. Then of course you know after we hit pause on the recording button mm-hmm. and uh, we continue to talk I think we came up with about what is it, about eighteen different podcast ideas in the absolutely future. Yeah. yeah yeah
0: and uh, you know I, the you know the announcement for the uh, the concert John Goodat had, I mean oh sorry we weren't supposed to say John Goodat headline
1: <laughs> my, my bad. <laughs> um, if well, you want uh, horrible karaoke, <laughs> I'm going to be the headliner of the uh, the Ellensburg Rodeo concert. Yeah,
0: I'd, I'd go. I'd pay for my ticket. Um, so we're going to wrap this thing up. With would you rather rodeo edition, but rapid fire, rapid fire back and forth. You got the first me question
1: first. Yeah. Would you rather be a calf roper or a bull rider?
0: Calf roper. Would you rather watch a rodeo on a sunny day or a rainy
1: overcast day? Sunny easily.
0: Even if it's 100 degrees?
1: Uh, I think the last time I was on OMAC was like 105, and I enjoyed it. <laughs> okay. So I'm actually not joking. Yeah, perfect. Uh, would you rather mm-hmm. go to the Calgary Stampede mm-hmm. or Cheyenne Frontier Days?
0: Oh, dang it. I would have said Calgary before Carrie's interview, but now I'm saying Cheyenne. Okay. Would you rather bareback or bronc?
1: I'm going to answer this as a 43-year-old man who has aches and pains. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Saddle bronc, not because you don't get injured in Saddle bronc, but because bareback is like riding a jackhammer. Okay. Okay. Would you rather? Oh, I have a couple that I can't. All right. How about this? <laughs> okay. Would you rather fly to Rodeo Houston or drive to Rodeo Houston from Seattle with a, a bunch of steer wrestlers? Drive. Easily. Easily. Take longer, but you'll have more fun. It would be a blast. Yeah, I want to experience that
0: someday. Um, section 9 or the President's Box to watch Rodeo at Ellsberg?
1: Uh I've <laughs> actually uh, had my better half and daughters in the President's yep. Box before. Uh, I am uh, no stranger to... A Coors Light, maybe a Crown Royal. Yes, but uh, I do enjoy the company of the president's box. So, uh, president's box. Okay. Would you rather? Well, we're talking about section nine, mm-hmm. so a couple of uh, beverages being pulled there. Would you rather have a Coors Light or a Crown Royal? Coors Light. Okay. Crown Royal make me sleepy. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> the play way to say things. Oh, I should have wrote all these down, John. I had some really good ones on my mind. Yeah, we had like five of them. The, the double up section
1: nine or behind the shoots. I, you can't, those are, those are apples and oranges because uh, section nine is during the rodeo, behind the shoots is after the rodeo, mm-hmm. or at least it is for me. So uh, I'm going to say both. All I'm right. going to, I'm going to go off on a tangent here and say both. Okay. Would you rather? Um, would you rather watch the Columbia River Circuit Finals, mm-hmm. or would you rather watch the Caldwell Night Rodeo? Hmm. Uh, I've been to both.
0: I want <laughs> Caldwell for the experience, but Yakima yeah, because it's doable. There you <laughs> so go. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Um, I got. I just wrote down a really good one, but it's gonna be my last one for you. Okay, so I'm not gonna say that one right now. All right, which puts me in a predicament because I don't okay. have one at the moment. Okay, and I'm gonna rack my brain right now. Uh, wild horse race, or as a fan, wild horse race or wild cow milking.
1: Uh, I enjoy the wild cow milking. I haven't seen the wild horse race in what, probably 10-12 years at the Hillsboro Rodeo. So I'm gonna say horse race just because it would be bringing back an old favorite. Right. Okay. Uh, We're going to go injury related. Would you rather? So uh, would you rather, um, seems like uh, bull riders get growing poles. Mm -hmm. Uh, Would, and uh, it seems like bareback riders have neck injuries all the time. Would you rather choose your injury Mm -hmm. growing pole or a neck injury? Growing. This isn't really a would you rather, kind
0: of, but it's what do you think, but it involves two local families. Who has more cow milking buckles, the Erickson's or the Stingley's? Yeah,
1: I was going to say, wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> man, oh man, I don't know. Those That's are tough the one. who's who. And
0: you got the miners you can throw in there
1: too. Yeah, the, the, those are, yeah. Um, hasn't it been the Stingley's lately? Yes. The Erickson's are always in the conversation, right?
0: I think Ruli Stingley said he had he was going to have a buckle for every kid that he has, and he's got a bunch of them.
1: Yeah, so. you know what? I'm going to say something here because I have <laughs> uh, I have had a few conferences with mm-hmm. the uh, Stingley brothers um at the uh, the old Exit 115, and I usually around the springtime, I'm always like, "Hey, I'm a free agent. I can be your mugger. Yeah. Somebody." recruit me uh-huh. nope not yet they give me a laugh a good pat <laughs> on the back and yeah that'll be fun <laughs> my phone never rings son of a gun stingley family erickson's miners. i cannot provide much more mm-hmm. than a willingness to look like a fool in the arena sign
0: him up yeah i've so, done it
1: anyway so yeah I, uh, I have you really
0: i did it i've done it about four times and only one time someone's caught in that day it was with my father-in-law gary Nibo which in the rodeo episode before I say he was a cow, he's a team roper. I, I got, I got ricked over the Colts for that. Um, I walked, walking around the rodeo arena that entire day. Everybody says, Oh, I hear you're screwed, Eric. You got <laughs> someone that can catch this year. <laughs> and sure
1: enough, he, he caught and I got drug across. I had rope burns. And is it a relief when they don't catch or is it like exhilarating when they do? And they're like, Oh, game on. It depends on what the cow looks
0: like. Okay. There was one that missed that that cow was like, she was going to stop right there. Like JJ stopping the cow right in front of the judge that yeah. one year. Oh, yeah. He wasn't even the mugger. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. If they miss and the cow just looks like a complete, you know what? Yeah. Not a nice person. Yeah. Thank God they missed that one because yeah. I didn't want to get my butt kicked. But if we miss a good one, then I'm like we could have won some money. Right. Uh, but I'm I'm definitely nowhere near the the caliber of anybody else because
1: I've only mugged <laughs> one cow and we didn't get it done. So no, I, I I'm nowhere near. Mm-hmm the caliber i think my wild cow milking career would be about as good as my bull riding (laughs) and anybody's been to uh uh anybody that's seen me ride a bull twice for 0.18 seconds combined um at the cowboy cross can prove that i'm no good all
0: right i've been through some some hellish workouts with some baseball coaches like absolute thought this is the worst thing in the world Mm -hmm. and those took hours Mm-hmm. This took less than a minute and I was completely exhausted. Oh, I it I, was, the one, this was the most workout ever had. You like in life.
1: dragging people out of yeah, the arena. Yeah. Exactly. Sorry. Would you rather? Um. Would you rather watch the NFR from one of the, you know, streamed in mm-hmm. uh TVs from the one of the casinos? Ooh. Or would you rather watch it live but in the worst seat in the arena?
0: Oh, this is a great. And I've had this conversation with my wife. She would choose the casino, I believe, or the yeah the bar. I I would love the worst seat in the house. I love the experience of being firsthand in the, in the building yeah,
1: and yeah. the going through the chaos of getting there. I enjoy that stuff. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um, just go so, because you can be there. Although, you and I both have friends who go down there mm-hmm. consistently or yearly or at least consistently. They never buy a ticket, yeah. but they watch it every every night yeah. in the streams into the casinos, which really welcome all the cowboys.
0: I can't focus doing that. I, I don't ever know what the hell happens because I'm yeah. not paying attention.
1: Uh, one more. Uh last one. I've got one more, but you I have got one a, more like too. a big one. That's not right, so. really that
0: big. I built it up. It's not that important. Okay, go ahead. I'll go first. Which these are my two favorite nights? Night and day. What performance if you said you could only go to one? Would you rather go to the Friday night
1: performance or the Monday? Monday. Yeah, same here. <laughs> <laughs> Although Friday is incredible because it's like, finally, yeah, it is here. And on hot summer
0: days, the Friday night one is the best yep. for guys my stature.
1: <laughs> yeah, when it's a hot summer day and then Friday night is like 70 degrees, mm-hmm. but you have that residual heat, yeah. so it feels warmer, there's no beat in Friday night right saturday and sunday get all the attention because it's sold out stuff mm-hmm. extreme bowls but monday you get to see the winners it's a, and i love watching an sure average monday. take shape you know they they you know you see rodeos try to um you know cheyenne did it uh and and other rodeos are trying to do more quick hit and mm-hmm. uh stuff and change the format i love to watch an average take shape i yeah. love to know like the guy leading on friday might not even make it to the short round on monday and yeah. so um i'm with you i love every single performance but if if i had to choose just one mm-hmm. uh it would have to be the uh the monday, monday afternoon finale we're the same and honestly that's a good one to end on because mine is is subpar compared to that one okay yeah. well we'll wrap it up
0: there thank you for listening to another episode of kid that's valley sports talk please share please tell your friends about us let's get this word out there it's i know we're having a lot of fun making it and i feel like it's a it's a We'll Gaining some traction. Gaining some traction. Yep. Get the word out. I know there's lots of people that haven't heard of us and and look us up on YouTube. Uh, the latest episode I re- I updated yesterday, and I'll get this one edited by this weekend and catch us on Spotify, uh, right. Google Anchor. Podcast, Anchor, That's and right. Apple Podcast. Um, check us out and listen. Check us out on all our social media: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And and next week, should we give them a preview what next week is? No, we're going to know what it is.
1: Keep the cliffhanger going.
0: Right. Until next week. Be nice. Be kind to everybody. And we can't wait to talk to you guys again soon.